Welcome to Three Song Stories, the show that wields the mighty power of the song story to bring out the storyteller and our guests. Thanks for listening. I'm Mike Canary. Our guest today is Marie Heisler. Marie's a Southwest Florida native who started her career in public relations and marketing at M Creative PR in Fort Myers, where she worked with nonprofit corporate sports and entertainment clients. She now leads PR and communication efforts at Mercola, a global brand that provides natural health information and biodynamic and organic supplements and foods personal care, pet products, and more. A Florida Gulf Coast University graduate, Marie sits on the board of the Cape Coral chapter of the FGCU Alumni Association and is active with the Southwest Florida chapter of the Florida Public Relations Association. She says she's a proud preemie mom and supporter of the Golisano Children's Hospital, where her daughter Kennedy spent the first six weeks of her life. Marie spends her free time as a dance and soccer mom, updating or obsessively organizing her home for fun, she says, and finds finding unique ways to spend time with her husband, Ben, and their two children, Kennedy and Boston. She came our way via episode 192 guest, her boss, Ryan Boland. Hey there, Marie. How Hi. are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. So I know you've listened to the show some, so I'm going to mix things up here. Yeah. So if you can learn an instrument instantly without trying, <laughs> which would it be? <laughs> right off the bat. Um, you know what? Someone gave this answer, maybe even you, piano, because wherever you go, there's likely to be a piano of some sort. I think that that works for me um, just to entertain people and kind of be like a source of happiness and joy. Um, and my dad always used to say I had piano fingers, but I never learned. So, Do you play any instruments? I don't. No? No. Um, I wish I did. Um, do you I, sing? I don't. Not in front of people. <laughs> do you do karaoke? Um, I have, but now I'm mostly, I cheer people on when they karaoke. It's like a spectator sport. Yes. That's how it is I for me as it. well. I just don't. That's how video games yeah. and, and college football is. I watch people watching college <laughs> yeah. football. That's, if, how, that's uh, my jam. Yeah, so, that works for me. So if we opened the door and it turned out that we had set up a karaoke thing out there uh, and you had to do a song, what would be your go-to? Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. I don't even. Maybe Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley. It's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, if you'll open the door. <laughs> no. <don't laughs> oh, I no, wish. No. How old? Um, you have two kids. Yes. How old are they? Um, my first, Kennedy, is five, five and a half. And my second, Boston, will be two next month. And that's their names are Kennedy and Boston. Yes. Is there going to be a LaGuardia? <laughs> That would that would be cool. That that would be. Um, I, but what I'm getting at is, is um, there are certain things I'm able to do uh, to my daughter or around my daughter that things that would be things I was shy about otherwise. Do yeah. you find can you sing to them without you know oh, worry at all? Absolutely, at the top of my lungs. I mean, in parent pickup line, I would, um, and that's really to show them just have fun. Um, but I wouldn't do it in front of my like. Co-workers. <laughs> How old are they? Um, my kids are five and two. Five and two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where does the five-year-old go to kindergarten? 
Um, she goes, we live in Cape Coral. She goes to um, Oasis Charter gotcha. South. And you grew up in Cape Coral? I did. And you know Tara Callaghan. I do. Hey, Tara Callaghan. Hi, Tara. We're saying hi to you. Hi, Tara. How'd you, how'd you let me book this knowing she was out? <laughs> well, I didn't know we didn't she know was out her. when we booked it. And we didn't know you knew her. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, small world. The small world. So, okay. You grew up in Cape Coral. How would you characterize the musical background of that growing up there? Um, well... Okay, so I grew up really when um, there weren't a lot of houses in the neighborhood I grew up. We were probably one of three houses. Everyone kind of knew everyone. The neighbors hung out. Um, I have two older sisters who are seven and eight years older than me. And um, I just remember a lot of, like, 90s rap and um, alternative rock and – Really, from my sisters, I, I picked up all that when they were in high school and what was in and hit then. Um, and then, of course, like I, I grabbed other things for my mom, 90s country, um, really the 90s. Yeah. 90s anything. Was music being played around your house a lot? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, my parents weren't, um, you know, musically advanced or talented in any way, but my mom always had um, music playing in the car um, at home while she cleaned. Um, I remember the day we got one of those under-the-counter radios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that was cool. Like under the cabinets? Under under the under the cabinets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Under the cabinets radios. Um, I'm trying to think of it, if it had a CD player. I just remember it being really cool, and my mom always turning that on when she went in the kitchen. Um, what was the first band that you identified with? Like myself and not really an influence from Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it could be something that you were influenced into. But the first band, you know, everybody has that first band that, that's like they, they really enjoy them. No one's, no one's making you listen to um, it. Yeah, yeah I, I really loved um, Janet Jackson and Mariah Carey, like a little too much. <laughs> Jeff Posters? <laughs> um, so I wasn't a, a kid with posters on the wall. Um, sometimes I blame my mom because she didn't like holes in the wall. Um, so I would go over, for example, I'd go over my cousin Megan's house and we're six days apart. So, um, and her walls would be filled with like Spice Girls and NSYNC and Britney. And I just didn't have that stuff. Um, I think I had like a calendar of NSYNC um, but it wasn't hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Yeah. So. so did you guys have not have a lot of artwork on your walls if mom didn't like holes or was um, that just a bedroom? No, thing? it was just a bedroom thing. Uh, Although my sister did, my rebel of a sister did have this wall of balloons. Whenever she'd get a balloon for her birthday or an occasion, she when it would deflate, she'd flatten it out and she, man, she managed to get that. Um, but. I don't know. I just kind of stayed in line. Um, but throughout the house, we had a lot of family photos. We actually had, you'll like this, we actually had a wall of collectible plates of Elvis Presley. Um, an entire wall dedicated to Elvis Presley. Did you um, have any big, like, um, Elvis Presley rugs or wall hangings? Oh, my, my dad wished he would, I'm sure. My mom <laughs> probably mom drew the line at, that, at the plates. Um but yeah, we had um, it was it was a great time growing up in the nineties. Hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the first song that you slow danced to? Um, 
I could see you staring at like that memory. Yes. Like yeah. I can see it. Like I was like, there it is, right over there. Okay, so I remember two songs, and I can't remember. Okay, so when one played, I want to say another one like remixed into the other. So I don't know which one came first, but um, this I promise you by Insync, <laughs> and um, Hero. By Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that was about 2002. 2002. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay. You ready to get to your first song? Yes. It's time to get to your first song. Yes. And it is Mr. Sandman because mm-hmm. you sent them to me in the correct order. <laughs> um, so what do you, how do you want to handle this? Um, we can listen to it first. Okay. Yeah. Is it called is it the Cordettes? Cordettes. Okay, mm-hmm. it's uh, this is Mr. Sandman by the Cordettes, released in 1954. When I was thinking about my three songs, um, in true Type A OCD fashion, you I created thought, a spreadsheet. I had, I had to create this timeline, and I really tried not oh, to chart. pick songs. <laughs> yes, charts, pie charts, line graphs. Um, I really try not to pick songs that were. My top 10, you know, but songs that really, I don't know, that really could paint a picture for me. And this one um, brings me back to um, the two-story house we grew up in off Nicholas Parkway in Cape Coral. And um, kind of between the ages of five and eight or nine, um, I used to perform this song for literally anyone who walked in the door. Anyone who walked in the door, it could have been our neighbors, our friends, a complete stranger. Um, and my parents, my parents would encourage it like, oh, do the song, do the song, do the song. I would sing this one. Um, and my brother's favorite was um, Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys. And we would either duet, do it separate. Um, and we had a fireplace in the house, probably one of 10 in Cape Coral at the time. <laughs> and we had a little like stage and my mom would turn on the lights, and there were what we called spotlights, and we would just perform. And um, and I just remember, like, my dad being super encouraging with it. My dad wasn't very expressive with his emotions a lot, so I just like to see that from him. And um, and my mom would videotape it. She had this, I wrote in my notes, this pug-sized camcorder that she'd carry on her shoulder <laughs> everywhere. And um, we probably have several clips of me performing that. Um, we'll take that as adjacent content if you yeah, provide it yeah. to I us. I think I could probably find you something. It's not the most flattering. I was probably like eight, and that's when you're like missing teeth, growing weird teeth. Um, so. I'll see what I can find. How did you come across this song, or do you remember why it was this song that you decided to be your song you sang? Um, I honestly can't remember that. Um, maybe it was a pull from Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned when we first started playing it how most people like they can identify with this song from various because it's been in movies and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever really listened to it all the way through. Really? Like there are parts of it where it's like oh, I didn't hear I didn't <laughs> hear the guy's voice ready? coming. Yeah. And did you do the voice where the the guy yes. came in? Um, <laughs> I would I would do it sometimes. Or if my brother was doing a duet, I'm sure maybe he kind of jumped in there, but. Um, yeah, maybe I pulled it from Back to the Future, or maybe it was just one of those songs that my dad would randomly sing. My dad had probably like three or four songs that he would just break out into if if the moment was right. Um, so he was a truck driver, and 
he would often sing, um, um, on the road again. Oh, I came, yeah. Especially when we were being naughty. You can sing? <laughs> no. I heard it. No, 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 no. no. Yep. <laughs> especially when we were being naughty, he would belt that out and we'd quickly what, like, oh, wait, dad's not happy. So let's stop Because he's going to put you on the road again yes. or he's going to go on the road again he's and leave you with mom? The, yeah, because uh. so my dad was home for two or three weeks at a time every two months. So when he was home, it was like, Dad's home. Gotcha. You know? So yeah. when he would say that, it's like, oh, we better shape up. Um, he'd sing that. He'd sing a lot of Elvis. And I'm sure Mr. Sandman was one of them because it made him happy when we sang it. So, um, Okay. In, in, an, in an attempt to not do things in the same order that we always do them, yeah. what's the earliest musical memory you can recall? <sighs> Probably that one. I was thinking about, oh, you know what? Um I remember, and maybe some fellow Southwest Florida natives can recall this. One of the first field trips we took in elementary school was to Barbara B. and to see the New Dawn Singers. Does that ring a bell? That does ring a bell. Google that, Richard. That does ring a bell. The New Dawn Singers. And I just remember um, the smoke and the smelling of smoke and the lights and the. it was just all very... um, overstimulation <laughs> but um that's probably the earliest um memory i have with going to see live music like a like a gospel group um no i want to say they were like pop and um there may be more than one yeah i don't i don't remember exactly what they sang i just remember a lot, a lot of smoke <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever end up on stage in elementary or middle or high school because of like performing something? Spelling oh, bee? You know what? You know what? Um I was in chorus in elementary school and then the like uh, bells group where we played Yes. Bells. Yes, you get yes. And we would play for Did you have to wear the gloves? Um no, we oh, didn't wear gloves. Wow. It was yeah. like low rent. Yeah. <laughs> probably they they trust they trusted a bunch of ten year olds with them, so they probably weren't that special. I don't know if you know Mike Canary is a Bell's aficionado, and he really is into the no. Yeah, no. You you knew you knew they required gloves. Well, I it, it came up on this show once before, and they talked about how they had to wear gloves or they got in trouble. No, so it I was, was just so much fun. With that. Though I remember, um, we would perform for you know like the Shell Points and. Did you ever do like it at that. Edison Home? That was the person who talked about it before. They I did can't it remember. Edison. No. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would remember the Edison Home. Um, I know there were talent shows, too. Um, but I don't think I participated in that one. There were some skits in middle school, like end-of-the-year skits we would do. But um, nothing musically. Do you remember the first music you owned? Um, yes. It was... Um, I remember two um, cassette tapes. One was Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope, and it was probably my sister's, actually. Um, and then Mariah Carey's Christmas <laughs> album, because why not? Do you put on Mariah Carey Christmas songs during Christmas season? Um, <clears throat> so she's not my first. I like you said songs, like there's more than one. Yeah. Well, the, she said the Christmas album. There must yeah, be yeah. more she than did, one. No, she did have a yeah. Christmas be, album, but, but all, all I want for Christmas. Um, I don't purposely put that on because chances are 
that it will pop <laughs> up at least three times. So um, she's not my first choice when it comes to, and I love Christmas music. She's not my first choice when it comes to Christmas music. Um, Kelly Clarkson has a great Christmas album now. Ed Sheeran has a great Christmas album. I know song. who he is. I've heard yes, of him. Yes, I... <laughs> I love okay. I love Ed Sheeran. Anyone who knows me knows I absolutely adore him. I only recently learned what he looks like, and I was like, "Huh? It doesn't match, yeah, right?" Yeah, where I was going. <laughs> no, it does not match. But you know what? And I thought the same thing when I first connected the two. But um, he's so I'm so attracted to him because of his talent and his voice. And yeah, I love him. We, my husband and I, saw him three times. Three times, yeah. Hmm. So what was your uh, vibe in high school? Um, oh. And we've got somebody to fact check you yeah. here. Yeah. Um, okay, let me think about this. High school was, oh gosh, a mixture of what was currently going on. I wasn't really necessarily in it. Yeah, no, just like paint the picture of, you know, your high school years when it okay. comes to like music and the scene and, you know, what, where maybe where you fit into all that. Oh my gosh, it was, it was cool to be leaving school with your windows down and radio blaring and a lot of times it was Nelly, Usher, um, Rihanna was coming, becoming someone, you know, new and um, just a lot of like hip hop rap. Um, and then I liked a lot of the older stuff from my sisters. So Brandy and Monica. Um, TLC. TLC. Yes. LL Cool J. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mace, if you're familiar with Mace, <laughs> yeah. like the hardcore, I say hardcore rap, but definitely a lot um, harder than it is now. <laughs> hmm. So, um, yeah, I I feel like I had a little bit of a variation, though, because my dad was very um, 50s, 60s, golden oldies. Um, my mom was very 60s, 70s rock. And then my sisters were... Um, that hip hop R and B. Was there any music that you or your sisters brought home that your parents were not cool with? Um, you know, I don't ever remember getting in trouble for music. No, I think my dad was pretty open to it. Um, I don't think my mom paid any attention um, either. That was the least of their worries. Um, yeah, they were pretty open minded on that in that realm. What were you aspiring to be when you were in high school? Like, what did you want your future to look like? In high school, I thought it was a mixture. It was a, a two separate sides of the spectrum. Um, at one point, I thought I was going to be an orthodontist. <laughs> but I'm not a science person, so that didn't work out. Um, Why did you want to be an orthodontist? I had such a great experience with my orthodontist. Understood. Okay. And I thought, this is a great gig. He yeah. comes and see me for five minutes. Yeah. And... It's mostly just like tweak, tweak, and then I'll see you in a month. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I liked the seeing your patients and kind of having that like FaceTime with them, but not a long-term type of commitment. 18 months and you're out. Um and then further into high school, I thought I was going to go into journalism, um, broadcast journalism. Um, that's what I went to college for initially and then kind of made a slight turn. You went to FGCU? I did. Um, what was that like? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it I was... went here too, but I went here before you, I'm pretty sure. So. Well, you could – then you would probably agree 
that your time Richard was went here too. The be- really? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that when you went, it was the best time because it was low key? Well, when I went, it was like a high school practically. Yeah. There was like three academic buildings and the little tiny library, and then like the little. Th- I mean, that's all there was. Like I was here in '99. Yeah. So. I or no? Yeah. Two, yeah. '99. So, but did you like that? Oh, I loved Atmosphere? it. Yeah. I loved how I knew everybody and yeah. all the teachers and everything. Now I'm like, I'll talk to a teacher and I'll say, do you know this other professor? And they'll be like, I've never even heard of him. I'm like, how, do you have, how have you not heard of the other professor? Isn't but that's that crazy how, how much it it's now. grown? Or yeah. like a professor might not know the name of a building. Right. Even though they're a professor on the campus. Back then, there, so when I came, there was only the one other one. So there were four academic buildings. We had a gym. Uh, that was mostly the. When I started here, know, it was they didn't even have names yet. Right, there were AB one, AB two, and AB three. Yeah, they yeah. were waiting for people to die. You don't name buildings after <laughs> living people. So maybe yeah. I came at the best time. So I was oh seven through eleven, and um, buildings had names, but it wasn't so over crowd and it's still not even really that overcrowded but um driving around for parking wasn't fun um but it was a good it was a good in between you had the college experience were there dorms were you living yes. on campus i wasn't living on campus i was a commuter so you drove from cape coral that's mm-hmm. there's really no good way to get here from no. cape coral <laughs> yeah, yeah no me. but i've learned helicopter i've that learned would be the best daniels, way. we have a pad taking daniels metro and then the metro to alico i learned that after I graduated, hmm. like, this is the way to go. No one knows that Metro exists. Now they're going to know that Metro exists, and that's the best route to go. But, um, yeah, I, I would typically come two days a week. I always try to figure out the best schedule where I'm only here two days a week. One year I was here five days a week. That was rough. Um, but you know what? Looking back, it really wasn't that bad. Hmm. Um, do you and your husband's musical tastes align? Um, I think so. I think. We- Would he think they all? <laughs> you know what? You seem like you're, you're you're leaving a crack in the door there. Okay, so my my husband Ben is very. Um, I call him gray. He's very gray. He's not black white. He's just yeah. Like that's his answer to most things. Like nah, you pick. I don't care. Um, <laughs> and you think that would be a great a great setup for a relationship, but sometimes it's difficult and. But I think when it comes to music, um, so he's four years older than me. So we're not that far off into our backgrounds. And he's more into the rap scene of the 90s than um, I was. We both love country. Um, we both love Ed Sheeran. Um, and I think he's open to it. I think as long as he can have a sports game on, he doesn't care what music I'm playing on in the background. <laughs> um, your five-year-old. Yes. Um, boy? Girl, Kennedy. Girl, Kennedy. Kennedy, girl. Um, has she shown any interest in certain kinds of music? Uh, are you, like, thinking about maybe any kind of instrumental lessons? You know, is there any music happening with her yet? So, and it's funny you ask because I was just saying to Ben, you know, we need to start playing like real music, like none of this frozen stuff anymore. Because she has no idea. Um, the other day was 80s day at school. They had to dress like the 80s. <laughs> and um, I said she, I was telling my friend, she dressed less Madonna, more the Goonies. I put her in this old school like Whitney, well, I got it new at Target, but it looked old school like Whitney shirt. And I played it on the way to school. And um, 
she just had all these questions, and I thought, oh, i got to start playing more of these classics for her. Um, she is familiar with Ed Sheeran because we play it a lot. Um, trying to think what else she really knows. Um, but she can get down to anything. She dances, so she she's in lyrical and jazz and um, previously ballet and tap, and she, as long as there's a beat, she loves it. You mentioned in your bio that you're a dance mom. Yes. Were you a dan- Are you a dancer? Um, no. No. No, not myself, no. No, you just, you've got a daughter named Kennedy who's a dancer. Yes. Yes. Why? Um, did she say, Mommy, I want to dance? Or so, did she say, this would be good for you, let's go dance? So, I... I I'm always personal thought, now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I, I always thought... Um, well, even since she could walk, she was dancing or moving or, you know, doing a little jig. Um, and I thought it would be a great foundational start to athletics and, um, you know, maybe unpopular opinion, but it is a sport. Um, and she just loves it. I, I didn't dance. Um, I cheered back Uh. in my day. Yeah. Coral High cheerleader? Mariner High. Mariner High. Yes. Uh. Yes. Mariner High. Um, and I still, and she still, you know, shows interest in that because her cousin Carter plays football and she likes watching the cheerleaders, but I'm trying to veer her more in a, let's try something else first and maybe you'll get to cheerleading later, but. It'd be a good foundation for cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And a lot of my friends who cheered started with dance. Hmm. So, Were you the top of the pyramid? I was. Uh, <laughs> 20 years ago, I was. Um, how do you all listen to music around the house? Um, Alexa. Yeah? Or as my son likes to say, Elsa. Elsa. So just, Does it respond to that? No, it doesn't, oh, okay. which is great. Can you reprogram it? To, can you give Alexa new names? I think so. Uh, I believe that's the case, yeah. It it's probably won't be a good idea, though, because then he'll be telling Elsa to do lots <laughs> of things. So, so Alexa. just straight out of Alexa. So just can Alexa hook up to other like a sound system? I hope we're not making to... people's phones and devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Alexa! <laughs> What's up, Alexa? <laughs> now, I, now I have to edit that. <laughs> Play WGCU, Alexa. <laughs> just bleep it, Richard. Okay. <laughs> I think I can take a. That's great. If I'm, if I'm not wrong, I think you take a frequency out and it doesn't do it. We'll see. That's we'll great. Out. Oh my gosh. So just straight out of the device that Amazon sells yeah. that starts with an A. Yes, and it, and sometimes we'll connect it to the sound bar if we, you know. But we don't we don't live in a very big house, so it kind of covers it the covers space this. we need, and we're good. Do you listen to the radio? In the car to listen to music. Yes. And I mean FM. Like yes. Tune it to a channel. I have it. I have my stations lined up from. And that's the primary way you listen to music in the car? It's the first. my Yeah, my first go-to. And if I'm just not feeling it, I might pull up Spotify on my phone. But What's your go-to stations? Um, okay. So I love. Um, I listen to Christian. So I like 88.7. Um, Way FM. Way FM. There's also an 89.5, I think, is Caleb. Um, There's also The Call. Oh, I don't know that one. Which is like, um, I can't tell because sometimes there's like inspiring messages that definitely have like a Christian messaging behind them. But then like, I think the playlist is just like, whatever. Oh. Like there seems to be alternative music on there. So there's no, there's no I can't tell. I like that. I like um, 104.9's. Seaview? 
Um, they'll play a lot of the old stuff that I like. 106.3 is the Christmas station now. Sunny 106.3. Hmm. Um, yeah, they'll start. Turn that on the way home. Yeah, yeah. my my daughter. Not can... that I care about Christmas music, yeah. but you just don't to like know Christmas if it's music. there. Well, I, I yeah, I'm, 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 you're just yeah. indifferent. That, and that's okay. My husband. <laughs> tried so hard not to. <laughs> listen, my husband is like I <laughs> don't want to listen to anything Christmas. Well, first he would tell me not until December 25th. I'm like, you can't, what? you can't do that. That's when it's supposed to stop. No. no. He only wants to listen to it on the day of Christmas. So then I think as we, you know, we've been together a long time. So I think he's like, okay, in December we can listen to it. But I'm pretty sure I crept it into November. I think The Sunny, day after Thanksgiving. Sunny does it the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, in our house, it's Christmas movies basically after Thanksgiving. But I think my daughter can feel the frequency of that of that channel, that radio channel, yeah. because almost immediately, like as they start to broadcast it, she'll we'll get in a car and she'll be like, "Can we put on the Christmas music?" Yeah, and I'm like, "I don't know, baby. If I, and there might not be anything on that right now. It's some other, you know, it's like country or something the rest yeah. of the year." And I turn it on, and there's deck the holes. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's you know what? And I never I used to be a little bit of a Scrooge. I like you, Mike. I Not just, a Scrooge. I, <laughs> I have all the right things about the spirit. I just don't care. I, I, mean, I don't listen to me. It's not public radio. That's what I listen there to. There you go. Yeah. So, you know. yeah, that's fair. I liked um, I liked other holidays more than Christmas growing up. Um, and then <clears throat> I think just having kids just kind of, you know, you, you want to live to serve them. But um, Christmas in July, if I'm having a down day in July – Christmas music puts me in a great mood. And it doesn't have to be the real spunky, upbeat, you know, classics. Sometimes I listen to just instrumental jazz versions, mm. and it's it's really soothing. Like Kenny G? Um, I don't know if it's Kenny G. It just comes on my... <laughs> I don't know if it's Kenny G. Um, when was the last time you bought music that had a physical form? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> A long time. I figured you'd be prepared for that one, no, regular listener. Um, I don't remember. Um, you know, about ten years ago, it was um, it was the last birthday my dad had, and my dad was a very difficult person to shop for. Um, and I'd always get him saltwater taffy, maybe some type of mug. And then I remember picking him up, a, um, I think it was a Toby Keith album. And I don't know why. Maybe it was on sale. But I think that was the last CD I purchased. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's time for your second song. Yeah. Um, so this is, it's kind of a, I, I have a main memory with it, but I was first introduced to it um, by my cousin Michael um, it was 2010. We were in the Adirondack Mountains with um, my aunt and uncle and extended family. Um, and it was just me and my mom on this trip. We just took it, just the two of us, to visit family. And uh, we were riding in the car and just messing around opening up the glove box. And um, it was a best of Sade. And I said Sade. Cause... I was going to make a Sade joke, but you beat me to it. So. <laughs> best of Sade. And he was he was quick to correct me. And, um, you know, um, he had this weird, 
he loved to tease people, my cousin. So I just, I let him be and we played the song. And then, um, so a year, a year after that, my dad passed away. And um, I kind of went through, you know, the stages of grief. I don't think in any particular order. I still think, um, you know, even 10 years later, you're going through them. But I was, I went through a period where I was like, no sad songs. I got rid of all the CDs in my car, whatnot. And then I I was listening to just a mix, a burn CD, on my way to work. And um, Sade's um, By Your Side came on. And, um, and it's not supposed to be sad. I don't think it's supposed to be sad. Um, but I just got really emotional. And I just thought about what a cruddy person I had been the last few months. And not that it was my fault, but um, just not very pleasant to some people, especially um, my husband, boyfriend at the time, Ben. Um, Just very closed off I was. Um, And so I just thought about how wonderful he was and how, you know, great my mom was and um, just being that strength for us and just unconditional love is what the song's about. And, um, and yeah, it, I would say that's, I, I know previously, previously I said I wasn't going to pick a top 10, top 10 favorite songs, but that's probably close. Um, it's just got a great beat, a great, great lyrics. Um, yeah. And I just think of, I think of the wonderful support system I had and, um, you know, my cousin, Michael, who's also passed on um, and just and he was an unconditional person, too. He just um, it was a great energy to be around. And even though he liked to tease, um, he always meant well. So I think of a lot of great people when I hear that song. How often do you listen to it? Um, you know, probably not very often, um, but sometimes when I'm in that like R&B kind of feel I'll I'll pull up her best of album and listen to it so should we listen to it now yes all right it's by your side by Sade 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 uh, from uh, the 2000 album Lovers Rock when listening to songs on this show it's a little bit more intent than normal what were you thinking and feeling during that just those memories um And how lucky I am to know what that feels like, the unconditional, um, by your side, never leaving, you know, limitless type of love and support. Mm. What's your dad's name? Um, Eddie. Eddie. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) It's a good song, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's really sweet. Yeah, well, and thinking of listening to it through your story was like, it, it, it was kind of very touching, you know. Yeah, I um, I had been with Ben for probably four years, five years before my dad passed away. And um, I'd known Ben my whole life since I was four. We grew up around the corner from each other. And um, I always loved him. But it wasn't until my dad passed away. And I don't know if it was a weird kind of... Um, I lost the first man I loved, and now the next one is standing in front of me. And it was kind of validation um, 
and saying, like, this is who I'm supposed to marry. He's the real deal. He's because any other boy in that situation would have just been a boy and would have just kind of dismissed me and my antics. And um, he didn't. And, um, you know, still is after all this time together, you know. You, Are there still antics? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> you should invite him on the show. He'll tell you. Um, he um, he sees me. He understands. And that's what that song's about. Um, you know, when you need someone the most, they're there. Hmm. Um, have you been to many concerts? No. 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 Have you been to any concerts? I have. Okay. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran three, three times. I knew that. Besides Ed Sheeran? Um, a couple. And you know... Is that just because that uh, they don't interest you? Just haven't come across your path? You know, I I don't know. I think I'm... About Christmas music, I think I'm... Or you, about Christmas music, I'm indifferent. Um, I enjoy listening to people live over recorded um, but I just wasn't exposed to it as a kid. I'm one of four. And again, because my dad wasn't home a lot, my mom wasn't taking us to a concert. Um, so yeah, I've, I've seen Ed Sheeran three times, um, all great shows, just him and his guitar. It's pretty awesome. Um, I've seen Miranda Lambert. <laughs> um, I've seen John Michael Montgomery at the ranch, if that counts. Um, love him. And you know what? He sounded just as good as he did, you know, compared to back when. Um, but yeah, New Dawn Singers, that's, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I honestly can't think of any other live shows that I've gone to. And maybe it's my paranoia, too. Maybe it's like... You know, I sit down somewhere and I'm like, okay, where's the nearest exit or, um, you know, or just, I don't know. I And I, I and I do prefer a smaller venue, too. Does that apply then also to, like, going to see a show at Barbie Man, like, you know, Rent when it comes to town, or, you know, musicals and plays oh, yeah, and okay. stuff like that? So I, I've, I've seen... Um, Wicked and um, Richard just saw Wicked in New York City. Yeah, yeah. last week we took uh, my daughter for the first time with us to New York on a little trip. Oh my god! I should have said on Broadway. It, and yes. Yeah, and we were like, "Well, we're in New York. Wicked's on." That's a bucket list item. It was her first trip, so we figured we couldn't skip it. And uh, man, it was really good. Uh, Wicked on Broadway was uh, ten out of ten. How old's your daughter? She's nine. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. So she was awestruck. That is perfect. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I keep telling my mom and my father-in-law, we don't want Christmas gifts. We want experiences. Broadway Palm, Barbara B, Shop Local. Like, we want to go to these things, too. Um, but, yeah, I've seen I've seen once. Um, Did you see that at, um, at Broadway Palm? At Barbara B, man. At Barbara B. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it at, Bar- at Broadway Palm, and we got to go up on stage before and they all came out and they did like a whole thing oh. with the audience on stage with the characters. It That's was so amazing. Cool. That's amazing. Especially when you get those little um, kind of VIP experiences, but it's real authentic. Yeah. I love that. Um, I love musicals, actually. Um, but unpopular opinion, 
I've never seen Hamilton. <laughs> I haven't either. Okay, good. I haven't seen it on the small screen or the stage. No, and I've probably we're the last. Holdouts. Yes, we are the last <laughs> ones. Let's see which one. Let's see which one watches first. We should watch it together. Um, <laughs> so it's it it's gonna it's gonna blow you away. Because, change my life. Well, I, I I didn't watch it until um, July 2020. Okay. So that was a couple years. I mean, that's a few years in. Yeah. He walked around the building listening to it on his phone but, for the next month. Yeah. Stop. And I yeah, I know all the I know all the songs. I know all the words to all the songs. My daughter knows a couple of them and she hasn't even seen it. What like, is it just, about it? What can you just um, sum sure. it up in? So okay, if you awesome. like musicals, yeah, if you awesome. like musicals, you probably like um you probably like good lyricism. If okay. you like hip hop, you probably like um layered language like you you know multiple um like double and triple entendre and um inter internal reference stuff you probably like callback stuff right because on broadway a lot of times right yeah. like a character will have a theme and they'll use that musically or lyrically as they go and hamilton has like all of these things at at a multi-tiered level like it like it's complex it is a music hip hop and theater nerd um perfect storm okay. um a lot of like it, it without giving much of it away you could watch a youtube video for like an hour long explaining all of the broadway references in the play oh. like there's a lot of lines in it that are referencing a hip-hop song or an, another play so <laughs> um, yeah would someone who doesn't like musicals like it uh, uh yeah potentially okay. um i would i would watch it with the um with the captions on Okay. Um, because it's a sung through, so there's no dialogue. Like the whole play, there's no. Um, we're gonna stop and we're gonna talk, and then there will be another song. Okay. It's a song and then a song and then a song and then a song, but because it's in the kind of in the hip hop motif, it feels kind of like dialogue. Okay. Um, I I say this as if you like musicals and if you like hip hop and if you mm-hmm. like um. All of those things. All of the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's it's you probably actually are ready to love it. I should. It. I should yeah. watch it. Maybe I will. I'll get back to you if I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just felt like it was a big commitment, and you know, being a parent, it's like I don't want to have to well, pause it, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it comes and and because it's a play, um, you can. St- Stop and I recommend this. We watched it over two nights on Disney Plus because okay. it's so long. So we watched to the intermission, and then we the next day we watched the second half. Okay, that's a um, good idea. And and story wise, of course, it makes sense. There, there's a there's a there's a break in real t- yeah. in the real history of America. There's a break at that moment, and they jump ahead into the second half. So sounds like a good um, quarantine watch. Yeah. Two, hopefully we won't have another one of hopefully those. Hopefully we won't. <laughs> I want to go back to once. Yes. Had you seen the movie? Um, no. Have you seen the movie yet? No. Oh my goodness! Mm-mm. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <gasps> really? It was made on a very small budget, shot in Ireland. They hired two musicians to play the two main characters. So okay. they're not actors that can play music; they're musicians that learn to act. Okay. They fell in love and then went on tour. And so it's like, I mean, in real, in real life, really? like the two main characters yeah. fell in love and formed a band and went on tour. Oh and it's so good. It was I'm one of the to... first things that I showed my daughter 
where she came out of the room with tears in her eyes going, Dad. Like it was it was the, one of those first moments where yeah. she was like, I can trust you to show me art. So yeah. you got to watch it. Okay. So I'm probably going to watch that before I watch Hamilton. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's on. Well, I guess Hamilton's on something you can yeah. stream now. So yeah. anyway, yeah, check out once. The other one that yeah. I showed her that, um, that, well, there's two other things that it's that Baby Driver. Have you ever seen Baby Driver? I haven't. It's you should see that. And um, Across the Universe with the Beatles songs. Those are the three things okay, that my daughter, the they're her favorite things in the world that dad showed her. So, okay. you know, you're doing good when you can do that. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a movie that is filmed to music. So music okay. plays a different role in it than a musical I say, or a normal. I say the, the soundtrack is a character in that. Yeah, the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Like they literally had the sound engineer and the sound mixer person on the set, and they were shooting the scenes to music. It's not like they went in afterwards and put Because ne- it needed to line up exactly. Like, like the mo- the characters are moving to music in a way where yeah. if you, the music wasn't there, you wouldn't see them moving to music. Yeah. You yeah. would just see them moving. So they but, had to be on it. Exactly. So like, um, like uh, how you can imagine... You We've know, just gone totally freestyle. I know, I love this. Yeah. Oh, no. we've, we've, reached, we've reached just you know how, sitting around chatting. <laughs> I'm the tangent queen. I probably should have warned you no, that, of that. Uh, you, you know how you know how there might be you know like a, a shootout scene and the guns are going off like yeah. where the drums might go, mm-hmm. but that's like one little thing. The whole rest of the song doesn't match what's happening, right? Like okay. it's, you, you hear the song, bang, 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 bang. Oh, cool, they lined up. Imagine that every person, every time somebody turns and points or somebody jumps out of something or a car flips over, it's musically relevant because it's they... because of what's playing. Yeah. Because it's like a fun heist movie, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's got a great love story and, oh. the, and the main characters are both super attractive young people. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's got it And it's all. got John Hammond. It's got Jamie Foxx. Okay. It's got what's and his got name? Kevin who's Spacey. been Kevin Spacey. Um, it's it's yeah. really solid. I, I would. It's Edgar Wright, the the director. Um, Shaun of the Dead and um, all of the the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Maybe I can get my husband interested in that one. I don't think he's I don't think he's going for Hamilton, but probably not once either. <laughs> <laughs> you'd you'd be surprised. He's a little bit of a soft a softy, but. It's kind of a, it's kind I, of a I, 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 I'm jealous that you get to watch once the movie for yeah. the first time. Like, yes. I really am. Like, wait till you watch like just the opening sequence. You're just going to be like, oh, okay, this is be so I can't bad. wait. I okay, can't wait. That, wait. On that note, if you could listen to any song again for the first time, great question. What would you listen to? We've, that's a new question. You're being tried out a new question. No, we've, I've asked it before. We've done this before. It's my I ask it when I host. Well, you need to tell me to ask it. <laughs> if I could listen to any song for the first time ever, what would it be? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. For the first like, time, like like if you could forget a song so that okay. you didn't weren't familiar with it and then hear it again, like re-experience it. There's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. There's so many mm-hmm. good ones. My second song, Sade, like that's an excellent one. My third song's an excellent one. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Christian radio, but um, Oceans by Hillsong. Oceans the first time around is pretty good, yeah. I mean, the full yeah. 10 minutes of it. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it the first, the full 10 minutes if I were to listen to it the first time around. But um, the first time I did listen to the full 10-minute one, um, mind-blowing. Um, okay, it is time for your third song. Okay. But we're going to stick on the uh, the movies thing. Do you have any movie soundtracks that are that have stuck with you or that you went out and bought the soundtrack for the movie or any movies um, that had particularly great mu- music in them. Okay, so I know I said I was going to get rid of Frozen, but that Frozen 2 soundtrack is something. Yeah. 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 Frozen 2. Um, 
I know there's others that I love too. I just can't think of them. Um, when, uh, Fools Rush In, because the majority of it is Elvis Presley. Um, I love Elvis too. So, so they like Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, <laughs> yes, that's a that's a classic. Yeah. Um, and then um, movies like movies that turned into musicals like um, Hairspray. Mm-hmm. And I, I like both. I like the original '80s movie, and then I also like the musical remake. Um, both soundtracks. Um, Cry Baby. I don't know that one. With Johnny Depp. I don't know that one. I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cry, Cry Baby by Johnny Depp. It's um, it was filmed in, I don't know, maybe the '90s, early yeah, '90s. Yeah, it came out in 1990. And um, it's based in the '50s about this good, good girl, good preppy girl meets bad boy Johnny Depp, and um, cashed in on that 21 Jump Street look. It's a '50s piece. But yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's it's a good one. It's Whoa. a good it's a good soundtrack. Yeah. I am unfamiliar. Richard, Rick, were you familiar? Uh no, I don't think so. Uh, Ricky Lake, uh, Ricky Lake um yeah. Willem Dafoe. Um yeah. And, and Ricky Lake was in the hairspray yeah. movie y- too. So. Yeah. Um so it was it was uh, John Waters wrote and directed it. It's the only it's a John fi- Waters movie. It's like mm-hmm. apparently the one that I'm not familiar with because mm-hmm. I've seen, I think, all of his other movies. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Well, it was on the back of Hairspray. Studios were in a bidding war for his next treatment. So this is yeah. Mm-hmm. Grease. I mean, who doesn't love Grease? Who doesn't love Grease? I mean, it's a lot like Grease, mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, except Johnny Depp's nicer to look at. Tom Travolta. <laughs> I think that's objectively true. <laughs> I mean, I was I I crushed real hard on Johnny Depp. And actually I think Mr. Sandman was in that movie too. Um I think I think it was. But I was singing it before we watched the movie. Hmm. So. Okay, time for your third song. Um, okay. So this one, um, Um, this one is special because, um, I have a clear memory of this song. Um, it was 2016. I was about to have a baby, my first baby, and I was making a playlist, my, my first playlist on Spotify. I think I had just downloaded Spotify because someone at work told me, you can make your own playlist. Um, so my playlist was called Kennedy's Arrival. And one of the songs on there um, is called Holy Spirit by Francesca Battistelli. And I probably got into Christian music. Um, I grew up Catholic, but we weren't every Sunday practicing. Um, But I got into Christian music um, from a friend, Mackenzie, in in high school. And um, I just liked the way it made me feel. I liked the positive message. And even though every song was about Jesus, um, it made me think of other special people in my life. And I always say or think to myself, if this song reminds me of this person, even though it's about Jesus, then there's someone to keep in my life. And um, so when we fast forward, I picked this song just because of um, the energy of it, the positive energy, um, the safety and security. Um, The thought of birthing and delivery terrified me. Um, even though I was kind of, 
I've researched and read let go of fear and all will be well in the world and your baby will be here. Um, didn't work out for me like that. Um, Kennedy was due in June. Um, I went to a, an appointment in April and um, my midwife was concerned. She goes, I want you to go to the hospital and you know be on a 24-hour observance. Um, something's not right. And being a midwife, she couldn't tell me exactly what her thoughts were. So I was diagnosed with preeclampsia, which um, no doctor really knows what causes it. But um, you get symptoms like swelling, high blood pressure. You can have seizures. Um, it's very dangerous for mom and baby. So um, we were told, well, we got to deliver her in the next two days. So um, pick a day and we'll see you there. Um, and I remember thinking, and Ben was asleep, and I was sitting, um, sitting up in the hospital bed, and I really thought I was going to die, or if I wasn't going to die, she was going to die. And I think about how amazing it is that she's here and she's well, and um, but just how like raw that feeling was that like end of life feeling like I was going to leave Ben alone either with a baby or without his family. So I went into surgery and they let you, they let you pick, you know, if you, if you have a scheduled C-section, they let you bring your music in. And at that point, like nothing mattered to me. Like I didn't even really know I knew it was Sunday. I wanted her to be born on Sunday. But I didn't really know what time it was. Nothing. So, um, you know, you're you're strapped to this table and shaking. I mean, I've never felt that before. I've never felt adrenaline like that before. And... Um, playing something in the background something I wasn't into not familiar with and just that Holy Spirit came to mind and I was just sing it singing it to myself in my head humming it um, and I started to I was still shaking but it was starting to slow down and um, I just remember and at that point I was thinking of Jesus because <laughs> I wanted him to fill that room and hold my baby and take care of us um and i still that song comes on i think of that moment where it really was a miracle that she came out crying you want us to it now then yes i'd love to uh holy spirit uh francesca battistelli Mm -hmm. uh from the 2014 album if we're honest How premature was she? Um, she was 31 in some days, um, 31 weeks in some days. Um, so uh, about eight weeks premature, but we spent six weeks in the hospital. So yay for graduating early. And um, she was little though. At, at 31 weeks, she probably should have been four pounds and she was two. Yeah. And she really is a miracle baby. Yeah. I have some friends who have twins that were born. Like, yeah. They're like that. Oh, they're, my. They're like high school freshmen now. Yeah. And I I remember um, when I was going through that, 
after I had her, um, I had to recover for two weeks, but I chose to go back to work because I didn't want to use my leave while she was in the hospital. So we would just go morning, afternoon, evening. Um, and um, so many of my clients at the time and friends, um, Melinda was a, um, a former boss of mine. And I remember her walking in saying, Paul Peden of Riv City in the veranda. Pa- Paul Peden was premature, and he look at him. He's a big guy now. <laughs> so, and, you know, I always heard these stories like, you know, they they were premature and they're great now and um and it really it really was so helpful um knowing that you know and even though it is common people are born premature and you know un you know complicated situations but um still very scary yeah my my sister my oldest sister was a preemie huh. two pounds as well um my mom all of all of my mom's babies were little. I was the biggest at six pounds. Um, and so that was the, that was the one moment in my life that shook me. I mean, losing my dad was, it still is surreal, but almost losing my baby was unreal. You can share this interview with her someday. She can hear this whole story. I hope so. Few years down. Yeah. The road. <laughs> uh, and has she? How's she doing now? I mean, is she? Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. She's, um, she, um, she's amazing. Even when we were going through our development, um, you know, physical therapy, occupational therapy, just to kind of be ahead of the game. Um, she, she was always ahead. Um, she was always six to twelve months ahead. On, I mean. I know she's mine and you say these things about your kids, but she was our genius baby. Yeah. I mean, she was reciting. Do you guys know the song 50 Nifty? No, I don't think it's so. It's a children's song, 50 Nifty, United States from 13 original. And anyway, oh. you ha- <laughs> I'm on board with that. <laughs> you have to recite the states in alphabetical order. And at two years old, she would recite them wow. because I would sing it to her Whoa. all the time. She peaked. I should have mm-hmm. been doing that. I feel it behind. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of leveled out now at five. Um, but um, she was really something. And I was I was filled with so much guilt the first few years thinking, um, what did I do? Or what can I do to make the situation better? Because it wasn't what it was supposed to be. Um, instead of leaving the hospital with my baby on, you know, carrying my baby in my lap in a wheelchair, um, I was leaving empty handed every night um, and had to trust. And and the team there is wonderful. And I, there was no one better to take care of her, but essentially strangers. Um, and so, yeah, she's she's a rock star now. She She's, you know keeps me on my toes, but um, I call her in in the um, bio I sent you, I call her my pride and my son my joy because um, she really is. I Because she was born early, I always felt like I had to overcompensate. I always had to make sure she was involved in soccer as young as two, involved in dance as young as two, um, always challenging her. My sister's a kindergarten teacher, so you know, in preparation for kindergarten, like 
send me all this stuff the summer before. And like, let's, I always, and still, and I still think I'll always have to overcompensate. Um, but I really don't have to because she just makes me so proud in just the person she is and um, what she's taught me. Well, Boston's my joy because I've learned to let go a little bit and I'm happier. I'm a happier mom and less uptight. Um, so it's it's a good balance. <laughs> it's a good balance to have. Uh, what, what was it I heard? There was like daughters are, are easy till they get hard and sons are hard until they yeah. get easy or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. Maybe opposite. No, no. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to speed round you. Sure. We're heading in. Ready? Okay. Karaoke already asked. Never mind. Uh, nickname. My nickname? Uh, do you have a nickname that has stuck over the course of your life? Um, so, um, BB or B. Um, What's your middle name? Yeah, my middle name is Rose. <laughs> um, my nephews were born when I was 13, and they couldn't say Marie. And so my sister referred to me as BB, and it just kind of stuck. Now at 19 and 18, they will not call me BB, and I won't answer them when they don't. Um, and then because of that, my dad shortened it to B, and so he just called me B. Um mm. Yeah. I have an 11-year-old dog named Rose. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) She's very sweet. Um, If you were a championship wrestler, what music would you enter the arena on? Oh, this this was a question that I... um, So I would only fight for my kids. So it would have to be something with mom or mama or um, maybe... uh, LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock yeah. You Out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Or you can really intimidate a crowd and go for something light, like, um, but light, but creepy a little bit, like um, maybe even like an Enya Only Time, something like that. Ooh, got a lot of power in that. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, it's time for you to sing a TV theme song with us. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Which one is it? Um, Full House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you guys had Full House yet? We have. I remember I was running the board <sighs> yeah. that day because Dang. I was commentating love, on the opening I sequence. Love the theme song in Full House. <laughs> I like the... Uh, the uh. Yeah. Okay. If you type in Full House theme into YouTube, its first suggestion is Full House theme Korean. So there's like an extended version. Which sure. version are we going for? Uh, the actual TV one. Okay. Oh, this it, it's actually harder to find than you'd it's think. It's by Carly Rae Jepsen? Uh, no, that's got to be like the new version on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, Original. Okay. Uh, we're going to try this here. Okay. I I could probably... Yeah, I, I can get pretty close to I'll probably to say you. like seven out of ten words I'll get, right, maybe? Yeah. If you talk to my husband, though, I right. get every word this wrong might be, of every this song. Might, this might be a little extended. We're going to see what we get. Okay. All right. So are you guys Full go. House fans? I am. I, I, I was there. <laughs> TGIF. Yeah, I watched it live. What <laughs> uh. <clears throat> happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, the evening TV. Oh. This is the so, extended one. Yeah, which is funny because it's the so it's the extended one, but it's the extended show opener. Like I'm seeing, I'm I'm looking at Dave Coulier right now. 
They're playing football in San Francisco. There's Candace Cameron. Okay. So we'll just we'll just wait till it gets to the part that we know. Everywhere you look. <laughs> <laughs> They're fishing off the pier. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go. You're doing it for us, Richard. <laughs> Having the lyrics is not helping me at all. Oh, somebody who Oh, way to go, Richard. <laughs> Ready? When you're lost out there and you're all alone, is waiting to carry you home. Everywhere you look. Doop a dee ba ba dow. <laughs> I want that as a ringtone. That was an awkward <laughs> key for me. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I tried to go high and it was too high. And then I tried to go low and I didn't know where to go. I, so I just gave I up. feel like I would have nailed that at home oh, without sure. lyrics in front of oh, me. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, my, my daughter likes the new Netflix one. It's really cute. I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, it's Fuller House. It's Fuller House. Oh, it's, did they bring them back? Yes. The characters. Yeah. And and some of the actors. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Cocktail drink. Okay. So, um, I'm not, okay. People always make fun of me because I say, I'm not a drinker, but on a special occasion, I like a mojito. Bahama Breeze, they make pretty good mojitos. Um, So maybe some sort of mojito, and we could call it mojito. Customize it. Mojito Mama, but then there's a Bahama Mama, so. <laughs> See, that's a hard I think one. You're overthinking that, Marie. <laughs> oh, I totally make am. It, make it yours. You know what? Let's just go with a simple Southern iced tea and we'll call it Sweet Marie. Sweet Marie, the, sweet Marie. the tea. The tea. Oh, uh, wait, I have to ask. Brewed tea. Loaded with sugar, like absolutely. A sweet tea? Okay, just absolutely. Sure. Okay, that's the only way my mom knows how to do it. That's the correct way to make it. I used to have friends come over, um, and would ask, like, "Can we get some of your iced tea? Because it mm-hmm. doesn't taste like our iced tea." Mm-hmm. Yeah, neighborhood friends would. What, what does your mom do? My mom literally puts sugar, you lots to, of sugar. Yeah, you get to the where no more sugar Saturation. will dissolve. Yeah, yeah. No, she puts sugar in everything. Sweet tea. Oh, in pasta salads, in lasagna, in <laughs> really? everything. Well, it breaks up the acidity of um, yeah. sauce, but she puts, that's her secret ingredient. <laughs> All right. Um, if you had to guess, what song do you think you've listened to the most times in your life? Oh, that's a good question. Um, the most times in my life. Um, there's so many. (laughs) I really love the song, um, I Love You Always Forever by Donna Lewis. And I haven't listened to it recently, but I played it an awful lot growing up. Um, that or, um, now more recently, um, the song um, "Graves into Gardens," yeah, by um, Elevation, mm-hmm. and um, my friend Gary 
uh, introduced that song to me, and it just has these really great lyrics and, of course, a great beat. But um, it was my theme song for a while. Every morning in the car, that's when I wouldn't listen to radio. I'd put that on, and i just jam out until I went to work, and it just really set the tone for me. If you could broadcast a song into the head of every human simultaneously, which would it be? Um, I'd probably go with Look Up Child by Lauren Daigle. Um, and again, it's, it's a Christian song, so it's about Jesus. But for me, that song is kind of look away from your worry and you, you're looking up. It doesn't have to be Jesus. It could be whatever you believe in or whatever you don't believe in. Um, but just kind of like take a minute from whatever's going on and just look up and know that it's going to be okay. That's a great song. Um, you've got a fourth song that you want to give a shout out to? Oh, don't do that that's, to that's me. That's not fair, don't is it? Don't do that to me. Um, it would, by default, it would probably be a Elvis or Ed Sheeran song. You know what? I will. So Ed Sheeran just released his Equals album, and there's a lot of great ones on there. Um, I'd probably go with uh, Leave Your Life by Ed Sheeran. Can you give us like the 10-second version of if there's a story that's associated? Yeah, there? so it's kind of... Well, I mean, a few more than 10 seconds yeah, if you it's, want. <laughs> it's, it's probably in another um, play on By Your Side. Um, so Ed Sheeran recently had a baby, and I, I believe the song is about... He's a traveling dad. He goes on the road to perform, whatever. And um, he's telling his daughter, um, no matter the miles and distance between us, I'm never going to leave your life. And I just think a lot of times you hear by your side, like the Sade, but um, leave your life is so impactful. It's, you know, um, and it just, you know, songs like that come around and um, songs that my dad has never heard before. I think of him. Hmm. And, you know, making an impact on me. So, um, What would your 14-year-old self think of who you are with us today? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I, think, I think she'd think, um, wow, you married a Heisler. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming because none of us did. Um, wow, you married a Heisler and you picked the right one. Um, shocked. I mean, Ben and I still look at each other and we're like, can you believe we do life together and we share children together? Like, how crazy is that? Um, but for the most part, I think she'd think, cool. That's pretty cool. Um, it's almost time to recommend your three people, but I want to know, how did you first find this show? Melinda. Melinda, did yeah. she recommend it to you? So, um, or was it her episode? It was when she shared it on Facebook, uh-huh. and I thought Melinda did a podcast. What? And um, when I worked with Melinda, I worked with Melinda a long time, um, but it was very. Um, it was my first job out of school, so it was very. Uh, went to work, did what I did, and. And that was it. And Melinda was very kind and very warm and very fun. Um, But I just, you're my boss and that's it. And, you know, we got close, but there were a lot of things I didn't know about her and vice versa. And um, so anyway, that episode, 
I had to give it a listen. And it's one of my favorites, not just because I know her. Um, So I gave it a listen and I just kind of got hooked because, you know, after a while, music at work just gets a little, you know, you want something a little more interesting. And um, your podcast is is a great listen. Um, And growing up here, it's interesting to hear familiar names. Yeah, we're getting so many of the local scenes. And learn that they are people. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Frank Mann, that was one of my favorite episodes. Um, That's one of the ones I recommend when people big, are like, what's a good one to He's start? a big old teddy bear. He's so yeah. nice. Um, Wasn't that wild? I was sitting there yeah. all the time like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Checking your paper, making sure you book the right person. Um, Frank Mann's episode, just knowing that they're people. Um, so anyway, just gave it a listen. And then uh, my background's in PR. And I thought, huh. Wonder if I can get someone on there. Yeah, well, it worked. <laughs> and I got, you know, my boss, my current boss, Ryan Boland, and he's, um, you guys, you guys know, he's just amazing, yeah. music or not. He's just, he's um, great energy. So, um, and then he then in turn recommended me, and I froze for a second because I thought. No, this wasn't the deal. This wasn't how it was supposed so to go. So that wasn't the long No, game. wait. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Actually, it kind of worked out, though, because you just saying, like, share this with your daughter. I thought, this is a piece that's going to be yeah. priceless. Yeah. It's um, like uh, we're, like, creating time capsules. Yeah. You know? So thank you for that. Um, Have you had this happen yet? Have you heard a song that reminded you of the story that you yes. heard on the podcast? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Annabelle's um, Felice Navidad. Isn't that crazy how I, that happens? I I'll be always, in Home Depot and I'll be like, oh, I'm remembering I, Megan Kissinger's yes, stories. Yeah. I think of nine-year-old Annabelle sitting in the airport when I hear that song. And it's a lot now that it's Christmas. Um, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's special. It is. Because now... We feel lucky. Now they're, Now we share the same memory, kind of. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? It's... It's it's genius. That's what it is, and I love it. I'll let you say that. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay, it's time for you to recommend your three people. Okay, so um, looking at the recent episodes, um, noticed it needed a little little woman's touch in there. We're working on it. <laughs> well, I got four for you. Good. Okay, good. And they're all um, these four women are. Um, so inspiring to me. Um, so one of them is Courtney Dwyer-Sakoski. She's a um, an instructor here at FGCU. She was an instructor, my instructor, when I went here. Now we're friends. Um, and she's just... She, whenever she does anything, is it for good cause? Okay, I'm in. She's always for a good cause. Um, she's a great mom. And she's um, very intentional. I think you guys would really like her. Um, my second person is Lisa Marie, a fellow um, PR professional in the area. Um, she, I think she has a lot of great, she, she means business, both in work and in life. Um, I think she's got a lot of great stories to share and mentioning this to her because I gave her a little bit of a heads up. She has a musical background. Her dad was a recording artist, I want to say, or 
Um, and she sings. I believe she sings. Um, so if you get her on, you got to get her to sing. Um, my next person is a family friend. Her name is um, Lana Morgan. Um, Lana Morgan, I can never say her last name, Holly. I, I'm just going to say Lana Morgan. You can email the link. Yeah, and you can spell I will. it to us. <laughs> she works with um, Sanibel Captiva Bank and... Um, um, so, so her son and my husband are friends and they work together and that's how I met Lana. And, um, she lost her husband when she was young in her thirties, had three young kids. I mean, she has a lot of just a heavy story and, um, she had to be very strong, a strong mother, working mother. Um, and just anytime I we get together and I see her. I could just sit and listen to her talk about anything. Um, and then my fourth um, is an old high school teacher of mine, um, Erica Urjuela. She was my sign language teacher. I want to say she was Tara's sign language teacher too. And um, Erica is the idea of love. Like she just loves to love. And um, she's had a lot of hardships recently too. And um, I think you guys would have a great time with her. Okay. We'll put this in front of them yeah. and we'll do our best. Yeah. Um, how do you sign three SS? Do you remember how to sign three and then an S? And um, then well, three is probably. So one, two, three. So three. Three. And then S. You want to face out, face me, S. Like this. S. Mm-hmm. And then S. All right. It's like fist back. So hey, three power. SS. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? This was so much fun. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you for having me. This was easier than I thought. We make three song stories in the studios of WGCU Public Radio on the campus of Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Richard Chinqui is co-creator and producer. Tara Calligan is online content producer and host. Chris Duff is his executive producer. Our theme song was created by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studio in St. Pete. For this week's parting tune, we're going back a year to episode 150 with Tori Heathcote, better known around Southwest Florida as the mighty many Faced stilt walker, way too tall Tori. Her first song story brought her back to road tripping with her family when she was a kid. Her grandparents lived in Maine, so twice a year they would pile into their wood-paneled station wagon and hit the road. And whenever she hears any of the songs from that time, especially this one, 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago, she's right there back in that back seat with her sister. And it was blue, um... And blue vinyl seats. Did it have a back seat that faced back? Oh, it had the way back. Okay. They faced each other. <laughs> yeah. The two seats in the back faced each other. That was a treat when you got to ride in the way back. But, you know, these road trips were just, everything comes back to me, floods of just excitement to get to Maine, to visit my grandparents. You know, my mom packing our lunch to stop halfway to Maine and driving over the George Washington Bridge and seeing the skyline, you know, but what is funny about this was this was on an 8-track. So my family had five 8-tracks. Lou Rawls, The Carpenter's Greatest Hits, Barry Manilow, Captain and Tennille, and did I say Chicago? But they would be on a constant loop. So one would come out, the next one would go in. So I have this, you know, every time any of those songs come up, whenever I hear it, I'm automatically zap back to the back of a station wagon 
my younger sister and I fighting over the space in the back, which was big. It was just my sister and I. But my mom had to put a piece of tape between us so we wouldn't cross over each other's line. Keep listening. Next time on Three Song Stories. I mean, coming from Italy, you know, the right. Pope is there. He is. <laughs> no, not, not with the Pope. 